with the big boys coming with the big fits. I feel so clean, Parakeen season three, oh yeah. Big hoes coming with the big pots. Feel so clean, Parakeen season three, oh yeah. With the big boys coming with the big fits. I feel so clean, Parakeen season three, oh yeah. Big hoes coming with the big pots. Feel so clean, Parakeen season three, oh yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to Pair of Kings, where we are bringing you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned. My name is John Hogaboom. You can find me on Instagram at John Hogaboom. And I'm joined by not one, but two other people in the podcast studio today. First off, we have my lovely co-host. Saul Thompson. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Saul Thompson. Hey, everybody. Hey, Saul. How are you? Okay. Uh, big news, John. <laughs> big news. Let's uh, hear it. Well, actually unironically big news and then i was gonna make a joke out of big news you want the the joke or the real one first surprise me i'll try and figure out which one's which i've got my vaccine scheduled huge next week dude tuesday 8 a.m you're gonna be sauced up you're gonna just go around to various bars in the area and like lick the tables and stuff yeah oh my god i'm tongue kissing everyone (laughs) i'm gonna walk around boston like this you can't viewers can't see me but john and our guests can just swagged out, vaxed Absolutely. out. Vaxed out, live on I'm jealous. Camera. Consider me jealous, but congratulations to you. Thank you. On, Thank you. on securing the bag, so to speak. The um, bag Yoli. I'm glad to hear that. That's good. What's the joke news? Uh, joke news is that Chipotle has cauliflower rice, which is... That's huge too. Pretty great. Honestly, I was very happy to find it out. I'm, I'm happy myself. Um, it was a good time. How, how are you, John? I'm doing well. Um... Just a just a casual Tuesday over here, but um, gosh, what, was, what else was I gonna say? I have a bit of a sore throat coming on, so my voice oh. might sound a little bit different on the mic. Um, is it is it like red flag? No, not at all. Oh, I have okay, okay, I've been okay, out okay. of the house once in the last two weeks, and it was to go on a hike in the woods. So I think okay. I'm pretty good. Um, you never know, dude. Those pine trees. That's true. Contagious. That's true. Um, the oxygen they're producing might be a little too good. <laughs> But Saul, we are not alone in the podcast studio today. Would you like to introduce no, our guest? Absolutely. We have uh, this week, sadly not our first, but hopefully not our last, uh, TikTok sensation. Um, he's been he's been killing it. He's very funny. I feel like he's very self-aware. Makes makes stone-faced. Stone-faced. It's it's up in the air whether or not he blinks. Uh, still mm-hmm. trying to figure that out for myself. <laughs> but without further ado. And I did have to ask how to pronounce his last name because I didn't want to butcher it. We have Mark Boudelier. Welcome. Hello. Hello. How's it going, man? It's going. I'm excited to be here. You know, I can actually, I can actually talk. I can smile. I can have emotions. No, you can't. As far as anyone listening, (laughs) uh, Mark is just staring into the camera at us right now like he would Mm -hmm. in a TikTok. Um, I see Saul. He came through with the heart shirt for the special occasion. I did. Special occasions. I've had this. Oh, I've had this for so long. You know, I had to bust it out. It's the friends and family only. Yeah. We'll we'll cover it in fit check. Put the capital back in the closet. We're bringing out the play for today. Exactly. But Mark, glad to hear you're doing well. Happy New Year. I hope 2021 is off to a great start. Big things coming this year. Uh, Moving in lasagna like silence. Exactly. Exactly. Um, 
but yeah, we, um, we have a TikTok sensation in the stew today. Very excited. We have, we have some questions written up. We're going to get into all sorts of good stuff in the next, next hour and a half or so. But to start things off, as is podcast tradition, Mark, can we get a fit check? Oof. I guess we can. I had to, you, see, you saw me open the jacket there for this. Ooh. I did. I did. Important, important part. We got the we got the vintage varsity jacket. You know the, the Instagram Explore special. Classic. <laughs> the hidden dot NY bread and butter. Got the LA Apparel black. Nice. Uh, yes. You know just. Classic. Get from mom. Got the the real trees. I thought I was done with real tree, but you know we're back. <laughs> And we got to the, the ladies' uh, slippers that just so happened to also fit me. Perfect. Be cozy. Be cozy in the studio. Yo, unisex and uniflex. Sheesh. <laughs> Excellent okay. fit for today. Uh, a varsity fit, if I do say so myself. Man isn't on JV. Saul, you want to follow that up with a fit check of your own? I don't in particular. I, I came home from work and I, I've been – so with COVID restrictions, I have to, to hedge for my own fit check. Um, I have had my days in the office severely reduced. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they don't want you coming in with, you know, increases of, of COVID. So I've been moving all of my clothing back to New Haven, which is where I spend most of my time, which mm-hmm. is nice for me in New Haven. But me in Boston um, is stuck with what I've got on. So I've got the... Big special fit for today. I, I do. Listen, so I'll, I'll start from the bottom. I've got a pair of, of fake, they're reps, uh, capital socks. I have a real pair, but they are in New Haven. Um, I have the five-inch Patagonia baggies, which I, I sometimes wear to sleep. Uh, I don't know if that's like a thing I should be admitting, but... I don't so know. I, I wear them to run in, so I feel like those are equally disrespectful towards the, the shorts. Yeah. I like, I don't know. They're, they're comfortable. They fit me well. Um... I, yeah, I don't know quite what else to say about them. You know, like, I don't want to disrespect. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I have the the TikTok, Instagram, butt of every single joke for the past six years. Um, so I'll throw myself under the bus. I have a Comme des Garçons play uh, heart tea. It's white and it has a gold heart. Um, I've had this thing literally since high school. So say what you will, but they do last for a long time. Um, and then I have a hat from Gus's Fried Chicken. It's like a blue trucker hat. Beautiful. Yeah, fried chicken is delicious. <laughs> Saul's a non-believer. He's never even had it, right? Yeah, I, uh, my girlfriend Flex. and I were, were waiting um, to get into another restaurant. And we, we walked by and I was like, oh, let's, let's go in. And so we walked in and they had this hat. And I was like, that's a cool hat. Can I have it? The guy was like, you don't want any chicken. I was like, no, it's just the hat. <laughs> he sold me a hat. And then, uh, yeah. Disgraceful. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, that hat's made quite a few appearances on the pod too. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know why. I think as my, my hair has gotten longer. It's, it's tamed the, the mane that is my mm-hmm. hair. So your hair for last week's guest episode was insane. Yeah. That was, that was fun. It was, I had it up in a it was pineapple. Very bond. nice. It was, it was excellent. Um, but John, you want to, you want to round out the, I'll fit round here? out the fit check. I promise Saul and I host a fashion podcast. <laughs> um, I have a pair of Birkenstock Boston's on the pod and stock 2021s 
working on breaking those in. I just bought those a couple weeks ago. What colorway are they? Black leather. Okay. Yeah. No sequins? No sequins. Okay. Um, sorry, Drake. But the uh, the Podstock 2020s, I actually can't find them right now. They are What? Perhaps they've slunk into the darkness because they found out they were being replaced. Um, but yeah, those are in the process of being broken in right now. Thankfully, my arches fit them pretty well, so it's not too painful of a break-in. On the legs, I have a pair of shorts from my local skate shop, Premier. Big, big shout-outs to them. It's just a pair of black mesh champion shorts with their logo screen printed on it. Um, I also have a t-shirt on from Premier. Hmm. Looking like a pro skater out here, despite dislocating half my rib cage last January doing a single ollie um you were sending a fit pick to be fair it was a fit pick but mm. it was for the pod actually i was sacrificing my it own was. rib cage to create content back mm. when we had like 20 followers so shout did out you, to we didn't 20. post it though did we we posted it in like a super smash brothers-esque edit oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I remember that. it was worth it um, and then on top, I have a hoodie from the Dutch artist P.A. Para. It's a blue hoodie. It has an anteater on it and a question mark and the word magazine. Very abstract, uh, but that's his art style. Big fan. Um, and yeah, that's that's what's going on on my end for the Fit Check. I like it. Thank you. Very, very comfy today in the stew. Um, yeah. <laughs> Without further ado, we're going to blast right into the questions for Mark. We we wrote up some Pulitzer Prize tier journalistic uh, championship. Uh. You know, well, we'll just start it right off. Mark, how are you and what have you been up to during quarantine? Uh, well, I'm good. I'm good today. A little bit tired, but we're we're chilling. Um, as you guys or some of you guys know, I live in Georgia. Um, so the South, which means quarantine is kind of a not the best over here. <laughs> people are just not so good with the whole mask thing with the whole distancing thing with really just any of it um so <laughs> i started off in the beginning of all this um pretty much just locked in my house but once my work made me like actually show up it's kind of turned into me just being as safe as i possibly can wearing the mask when i'm when i'm around people when i'm with friends Really, the only time I'm not is when I'm with my girlfriend uh, or her roommate. So being as safe as I can. But with that being said, um, the state itself is, you know, it's a little it's a little rough. I, I got to ask, you, like behind you, you have this beautiful like wall of windows and what looks to be like a wood ceiling. You have, like, I know, look, like the scenery flex is huge. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is my girlfriend's apartment. And I always get this because people think I live here and like, I never deny that I live here because like, <laughs> wow, I, you know, but there's like no ceilings. So like you can kind of, like everyone thinks I live in a garage or something, but it's just like fully open. Like it's just an old ass. Um, I don't even know what, the, I think it's just some sort of like, like facility or something for like cars or something back in the day that they just like okay. revamped into like, I don't know. It's weird. I have no idea. It's some sort of industrial something that they, oh, you know, somebody say vamp. <laughs> we got the window we got the plants so very very modern industrial thing going on very nice that's awesome well glad to hear you've been you've been staying safe during mm -hmm. quarantine to the best of your ability hopefully things start moving in the right direction soon mm -hmm. 
Saul's getting vaxxed up. So, you know, they're taking care of the important people first, fashion podcast hosts, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, the rest will follow. Essential, essential workers only. Yeah, basically. exactly. <laughs> so, Mark, let's cut to the chase. What what got you into to making TikToks? What inspired you to start? Well, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much what we like just said with like quarantine. Um, at the very beginning, it was like a full lockdown. And like I had TikTok before then, um, but I was just like making like BS, like whatever. Like I just was like, oh, this is a kid's app. I'm just being silly and goofy. Like who cares? But then like once quarantine started, I was like, you know, I feel like I have nothing else to do right now. I should I should put a little bit of seriousness into this and just see what happens like while I have the free time. Um, so I started and for those who like have been following me for a long time, they know that I didn't really start making like silly content. Like I started by like I would put on outfits and literally be like filming myself in like my driveway, which is really stupid and a waste of time. And I learned quickly that like that wasn't really what I was trying to do. Uh, but yeah, boredom, boredom struck and I just went for it. Look at you now on the, the premier men's fashion podcast. <laughs> of, would have thought? Whose hosts are under the age of 33. Um, <laughs> welcome to Pair of Kings, everybody. But yeah, you, uh, I mean, you've kind of taken over your corner of the, of the TikTok fashion world. Mm-hmm maybe other fashion tiktok creators live in fear of you for you to duet their video um that could either mean it's really good or really bad um you know do you see yourself as a as a modern era on a wind tour see like when i'm like i don't know i think what happens is when i'm when i first started i literally tiktok is very quick to turn somebody into like something that just like that they choose like that the audience chooses them to be mm-hmm. so you make one video and all of a sudden it's like that's this guy he does this Jeez. and then you're like kind of <laughs> in that corner so i was literally i think i was just like making breakfast one morning i just like spotted this video that i was just like what the hell am i watching i just like quickly threw together one of my what is now considered to be you know the classic the classic straight face and uh people were just like losing their mind over it and before I knew it I was like I guess this is just what I'm doing if I'm trying to (laughs) trying to build this thing so I just kind of ran with it and that just turned into what I am I guess (laughs) is it like your joker origin story it's it's something I I really (laughs) it's hard to explain it's very it's very weird but I'll accept it it is it's a brand I mean that is synonymous like it or not that is synonymous with your tiktok page it's not what i anticipated that would get me into fashion but you know it's, <laughs> it's a <happened>. start <laughs> so continuing on the on the tiktok trend uh how would you describe the tiktok fashion scene i honestly would say that it has blossomed a lot and i think that it's honestly from where it started when i first was getting into it to me, it was very cringy. It was very one-dimensional. It mm-hmm. was very, it was, it was just, yeah. It's, it's exactly Obsidian Jordan ones. Exactly. It was like that specific style, like all the way across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of diversity. There wasn't a whole lot of like education happening either. The people that were giving like the education, like were not necessarily people with 
the greatest of knowledge, which is kind of like shitty for me to say, I suppose. But I think what we've gotten now is like a lot of diversity with, we still have that basic style. We still have like people who have like the, the generic thrift style. We have people that have like more of a high end, more of a streetwear. But now we're getting like, just the other day, I saw some like, like someone's grandpa, like fully dressed in archive. And I was like, this is cool. Like, this is, this is something new to bring to the table. Um, and it's just, it's cool to see people like being more experimental now. We're seeing mm-hmm. education, we're seeing serious, we're seeing funny. I think it's become a little bit more like lighthearted overall, which is, it's good. To it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Um, how, side question, how often do you spend or how long do you spend on TikTok every day? Um, you know, there was a period of time, like I guess during the midst of lockdown where I was on it like a good bit. Um, and I try to be on it like to an extent now, I think mm-hmm. it's important to, as a creator, be on the app and like seeing what other people are posting, interacting. Mm-hmm. It's all things that are like good for the algorithm. But with that being said, I try to avoid too much time on it. I try to just make my video and move on. For sure. So I'd say probably overall throughout the day, I spend a few hours, but I try to kind of keep that lower. Mm-hmm. So I, another side question, we're already going off the rails, but yeah, screw it. Classic. I, we have a, a TikTok for the podcast, right? We do. Um, we, we make videos, but I've been trying to get John to jump on the wave for a while. What would you say, or how would you help me convince John to like get his feet wet and start making? I've made TikTok? like two out and of our, done well. out of our like, 40 total TikToks. You know, I feel like, especially for like the podcast situation that we have going on here, I feel like you kind of have a, an upper hand. You could really take some of these like videos, like of the, of what's going on and kind of like cuts into your own, um, like cut it into individual TikToks or something. Um, Mm -hmm. It's one of those things that once you're consistent, it's like, you almost don't it almost doesn't matter what you're posting it matters like your consistency like one of my friends he's he started making tiktoks himself and like i've watched his account like slowly grow and he's brand new to it but i just sure. post videos post videos post videos you just have to ignore the like when I, when it, when i first started i was like oh this app is cringy this app is for children yada 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 and then you just get over the hump and you're good so john right, get, over the, get over the damn hump <laughs> TikTok superstar 2021. John's gonna bust under the scene. Trust me, he's gonna take the world by storm. Just do it. One of my videos with the with the straight face. That would actually be a good way to market <laughs> the pod. Then we could post that on the IG as well. Just all of us staring at the camera. That's that'd be good. That's the promo post for the episode. Honestly, I think for the rest of this uh, podcast, we should just stare at each other, and not say anything. That'd be pretty good. All right. Uh, thanks that's everyone like for listening. The, um, there was an art exhibit um, in MoMA where an artist basically just sat in a chair um, and would stare like silently into somebody's eyes. And like, that was their thing. Um, he basically and it was Mark. It was Mark, yeah. yeah. It was the end of that story, yeah. Yeah. I have this beautiful apartment behind me. Thank you. <laughs> so you talked a little bit about how people will like pers- or, or, or paint you into a corner. I, I don't want to make it sound negative, but I guess for lack of a better term, like assign things to you, right? When you're creating things on TikTok. 
Mm-hmm. How would you, in your own words, describe the stuff that you make? Um, for me, it's always felt very, I don't want to say silly per se, but it is. It's, you know, it's very, it's silly. It's surface level. It's You're having fun with it. Exactly. I'm not taking it too serious. But a lot of the like time where I was actually like growing my account, I feel like I was very busy with life. I was still in, I was finishing up my last semester of college. I was working. I was doing all these things while the world was kind of like weirdly in shambles with all this going on <laughs> around us. And so I was just like making the most of like the time I did have to make TikToks. And it, it's weird that that during that period of time is when I was having kind of my my peak success um mm, your renaissance if you will exactly and it was just <laughs> me picking up my phone for 10 minutes and doing whatever um but yeah i would say my i guess back to the the main question i would i would say my tiktoks are just they're silly they're fun they're easygoing they're not really meant to be taken super serious i'm not here to like hurt anyone's feelings make them cry i'm just kind of and i've had some slip-ups i've had some slip-ups where i was like i look back and i'm like damn that was that may have been a little past the point, but we're, we're okay. Yeah, Mark, uh, he took my head and shoved it in the toilet, actually. He saw me wearing Ramones and said, where's the heart? And then grabbed me and stuffed me in the toilet. So take take from that what you will. Yeah. Be done. <laughs> so Mark, taking a step away from just TikTok, more just to you, how long have you been interested in clothing? Yeah, um, so... I would say probably around like, oh, I mean, I feel like the best time frame to give would be around middle school. I, I played basketball for like most of my life. That's something that a lot of people don't know. I started. What as, position? I was a point guard. I'm a, Let's I'm go. a short guy. <laughs> point guard. Lord general. Um, but yeah, so it started as me just wanting to wear all of like the cool basketball clothes. I needed the full the full matchy matchy uh kobe nike fit you know i had i was in middle school i was the guy that just had all the kobe shoes which how many pairs of elite socks Ooh. oh my god that's actually so <laughs> disappointing that you asked me that because i have like three drawers just filled with them and i'm like yeah. <laughs> like i feel so bad for my mom for like ever buying me these this is terrible but oh my gosh yeah a lot of elite socks a lot of Nike Kobe stuff, a lot of basketball shoes. Um, that was that was my start. Uh, but I didn't necessarily recognize that as me being into fashion. It just kind of felt like, oh, I like basketball. I like the stuff mm-hmm. that goes down with it. For um, sure. But it kind of elevated as I moved on. I started to like kind of move away from basketball. I went and shopped at like I had my American Eagle packs on vans based, you know, as as everybody should <laughs> that's part of it yeah we yeah. all we all have to go through that it's a journey that that yeah. now I, I make uh i make fun of but you know you gotta drown before you can drift that's exactly <laughs> um we went through that we even went through like a weird like midlife crisis when i was like 17 in high school i was uh i was working at banana republic right and i just all of my clothes were just straight like financial accounting looking <laughs> it looked like i was going to the office every day of the week um and crazy <laughs> enough that won me best dressed in high school people yes huge <laughs> they just like financial accounting drips so honestly i should probably just go back to that that was my that's that incredible my oh. and of course we had the hype beast phase i had a late hype beast phase 
because for me to be like now out of high school and then it was like the very like first like year and a half of college or so for mm-hmm. that to have been my hypey space is a little a little embarrassing but mm-hmm. you know it it needed to happen it was another it was another very pivotal point in my my fashion experience you know of course um then we went through the shitty thrift style where it was just you'd buy everything that you thought was like kind of cool or whatever regardless of the size i'd be wearing like a triple xl like not a capolo with like just random <laughs> like packs on skinny it was terrible um, <laughs> but over time you like you live and you learn you see what you like what you don't like you start learning about new brands exactly the more the more i purchased things the more i sold them on grailed figured out new new stuff i kind of eventually came to where i'm at now that's don't want to i don't want to give the full i think that's a good a good shortened version it's a good it's top level you know we got we got some key phases and then here we are now yeah so making you go right back into it how would you describe your style now (laughs) i feel like that question is so i don't know i never have like the best answer to that question that one trips people up almost every time it's hard to put a label on it you have to like see yourself like from the outside or something and just disassociate real quick mark (laughs) (laughs) i would say that my style is not as experimental as it used to be there's a period of time where i was really like i was so tired of seeing literally everything when it came to fashion like i just wanted to see like stuff that was just like outrageous and just figure out a way to like put my spin on it like i was literally seeking out um just the most like wild statement pieces that i could find um Mm -hmm. But I think I've started to figure out like my niche, like what I want to do, um, where I want my style to go. Um, so I would say that it's pretty, um, there's definitely like hints of just like basic, like it's a lot of it right now, especially with quarantine. It's like either a t-shirt, a hoodie, a sweatshirt mm-hmm. on top with like a jacket, mm-hmm. an open jacket, obviously. Um, <laughs> and then um i've definitely taken into vintage more there's a period of time mm-hmm. where i would thrift a lot but i wouldn't really purchase vintage intentionally i wouldn't go to vintage shops i wouldn't seek it out i didn't really know what i was looking for when it came to vintage um so i definitely touched up on that a lot and i feel like that's pretty evident in my style now mm-hmm. um it's a lot of like very like utilitarian type of type of vibes going on <laughs> very um I don't want to say muted tones that do wear color here and there I'm always mm-hmm. down to like try new things because I feel like that's just how you kind of kind of grow into a into something greater I feel like every I'll look back at this in like three months and I'll be like I don't know what I was wearing <laughs> <laughs> it's literally just how it goes so yeah for real um what is your favorite quarantine pickup Ooh, that's a good one I actually I just like acquired a couple things literally yesterday, which I'm already falling in love with. And so I'm just gonna use those cause it's fresh in my mind. Um, I copped a pair of Anne Daniel Meester boots from the Essence sale, which nice. they were very, very well discounted. So I was, I paid, that was the most I've ever paid on an item still, which obviously pains my heart, but we got the stimmy. We got the stimmy check. Okay. Okay. Mine's coming in the mail, no direct deposit for me paper yeah, check i gotta i gotta got apply to get it added retroactively i'm asking my mom not to add me as a dependent this year but then <laughs> retake me as a dependent next year because i i'm taking a year off of college 
but I'm working on my own. So, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I'm a dependent. I still got it. So I think you should be good either way. I might nice. be talking okay. about my ass right now, but I think Mark's <laughs> committed uh, tax fraud. Is what <laughs> I had to, I had to give TikTok like. I'd like fill out like a W-2 thing. I, I literally felt like I was just giving my soul to TikTok for a minute. Like I typed in my social security. I was like, damn, this is, this is going to end bad. <laughs> there I go. Um, so TikTok is a source of income then? Um, yeah. Small income here and there. It, That's cool. Every time I get a little, every time I get a little smidgen of something, like it happens like every like month and a half ish. It just, I just think about it. I'm like, like what the hell am I doing? Like how would this happen? Like, <laughs> how do you make revenue on TikTok? Is it's it? A, it's that creator thing. Yeah. But um, I don't. It's it's weird because I don't actually have my creator fund thing on right now because I heard that it like quote unquote shadow bans your account, so it doesn't have to like pay up as much. I've heard that as well. Yeah. Yeah, but I get an email like every uh, every like month or so randomly. It's just like cash out your stuff, and I'm like, well shit okay <laughs> if you say so so it's it always no, if you if you want me to take the racks i'm not gonna say no <laughs> it's not a lot but it's it still is exciting every time that's pretty cool yeah but the pickups the pickups yeah. that's where i was at um those boots very nice they're like a combat boot style they're a little bit big on me i can never boots kind of piss me off because i feel like the sizing is never right. I no. down yeah. like I really go down one size and it's still like a full size big. So we got the we got the insole in there. We got the laces tied as tight as we can. Are you it gonna try to out. exchange for a smaller size? It's already sold out. What's crazy wow. is I was about to buy that smaller size. Like I was looking at it one night. I was like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna finally make this expensive purchase, and I'm just no regrets. Gonna do this. <laughs> And then I put my phone down for like maybe 10, 15 minutes. And right before I go to bed, I, I look back at it. The size is just completely gone. I'm just like. That's damn. how it happens, honestly. Yeah, that's how it goes. So, I, uh, last Essence sale, I cycled through three pairs of shoes. I, I, I kept buying these derbies and I bought them in a whole size too big, sent them back, whole size too small, sent them back. And then third times the size. Yeah. I, I have to ask, so you've mentioned thrifting. Do you have like a, um, like a piece that you really want or that you haven't been able to find at a thrift store? Um, or do you have pieces that you look out for that you, you know, really want, um, you know, and you'll pick up almost any time? Um, I feel like I kind of, people who live in cities and I'm, I mean, I'm sure there's other um, states and stuff that have these types of like specialty stores. You know, there's like your traditional thrift store. You go there, everything's like one price. Um, mm -hmm. But then there's like these buy, sell trades that everybody like kind of calls their stores. You know, you got your Plato's Closet. Um, mm -hmm. Atlanta has like their Ragarama, um, that kind of thing. And these places, you know, they're typically overpriced like for the basic <laughs> stuff. Um, but there's always going to be those things where the employees or whomever pricing it doesn't really know like exactly what the item is. So they might mm -hmm. price it for like $20, but it might be worse like, this amount mm -hmm. uh, so i found some pretty great stuff there i don't i don't really ever look for anything in particular i more so i kind of pride myself on like just knowing of a lot of brands not necessarily mm -hmm. knowing like the deep history and like everything about it but more so just 
being able to see the label, like feel the product and be like, this feels like it might be something. You look it up and all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, this thing. Um, you're a fan like, of fashion, I mean, name every brand. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think that the key to thrifting is just kind of having like that, well, the patience, first of all, and then just the, the curiosity, the instincts, like just sure. you know, look at something and be like, you know, this could be, this could be that, that thing. And then you look it up and you're like, it is that thing. So <laughs> on the That's topic of legendary thrift finds, can you tell us a little bit about the Purdue summer camp tea? <laughs> yeah. So what's funny is I'm actually, um, I found those in Asheville, right? In Asheville, okay. North Carolina. I'm actually going back tomorrow. We're just taking like a couple of days um, to go down there. My birthday's coming up as well as my girlfriend's birthday. It was like just the other week. So it's kind oh, of nice. a communal birthday trip. Um, and Asheville is, is great. They're like super, super duper good with, uh, COVID, which is like, you know, like you really shouldn't be vacationing right now, like 100%. Um, but when you live in Georgia, like in the city, it's actually like 30 times safer in Asheville from <laughs> to get out. Yeah. Trip. Um, I was blown away when I went there and everyone was wearing masks and I didn't have to like freak out and keep my distance. So it was, it was great. Um, but nevertheless, we went to a Goodwill last time we were up there um, on our way out. And it kind of seemed like a bust. We were we were looking through there for like probably 30 minutes. And I just was like, this sucks. Like, this is probably one of the worst thrift stores I've ever been to in my life. Um, and then I see like this rack that's like fresh to go out. And, you know, you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to go look at those racks at the Goodwill. But, you know, tiktok star you know i have to <laughs> i just i look through what i want uh we start we start looking through i found i just found find just a generic yellow t-shirt with a single stitch and i'm like oh you know the old jerseys tag whatever that tag is on it um i pick it up I'm like why not i haven't bought anything this whole trip like i need to i'm craving craving buying something um we keep flipping we see another one the exact same shirt i'm like wow there's there's two of the same shirt. That's weird. They're vintage. Yada, yada, yada. Um, and then the very next one is a third one. I'm like, damn, like who, whose summer camp is this? And uh, why are they just dumping off all their t-shirts? Um, and I kind of thought in my head, I was like, mm, maybe I'll buy one. Um, and then I was like, or I could like maybe do some sort of cut sew thing and buy two of them and like do something like that. And then I thought about it even more. And I was like, screw it like i feel like it would just be so stupid but so just like i just bought i just gotta buy all three of these so i just i just go right in for it um i go home i finish my little vlog thing for the trip and then before you know it that's just the talk of the town is vintage produced summer camp tea so <laughs> it's a legend yeah i couldn't remember if it was thrift or like ebay or what but just at the goodwill you know <laughs> it's a classic and Correct me if I'm wrong. You were going to give away one or you have given away one? Um, I probably still will do that. It was kind of, okay. at first it was me just kind of joking around like, oh, let me, let me tease the idea of giving these away. But now I'm, I'm definitely going to do it. It's more so just about when. Um, For sure. I, I think I teased like when I get to 10K on Instagram or something like that. But we're just going to find a time when, when it feels right. And we'll, we'll give two of those out because I definitely don't need three of them. <laughs> Hey, what if you bust through the single stitch though? It's not reinforced <laughs> with the second stitch. I'm gonna have to hit up whoever wins that giveaway and 
Tell him to give it I back. need it back. <laughs> this is serious. I need this back right now. <laughs> Saw you're muted. Thank you. Sorry, Absolute I was madman. Sneezing earlier and was like, okay, <laughs> need to probably mute myself. Anyway, um, Mark, you're obviously on TikTok. I go on TikTok because I, I get bored every so often and I, I feel my, my brain being crushed by the algorithm, right? Like it's, it's, it's definitely influencing me whether I know it or not. And I am aware of it. I'm just letting it happen. Um, do you think TikTok has influenced your style at all? Because, you, you know, you mentioned that you're on there, you're, you're looking at other people's things, you're doing How many pairs of Obsidian Jordan ones do you have? Exactly. It's basically do, what we're getting at. Do you have bicycle shorts that you're wearing now, like to music festivals and stuff? I keep it all in the warehouse, but I do have, <laughs> it's all, it's all locked um, for when the time's right. But until then, um, I would say, I would say, yes, I, I feel like I don't take too much inspiration for my personal style, like from others, at least as much as I used to. Like, I feel mm -hmm. like there's a time where primarily I would be taking my style um, from other, like bigger people. Um, but as for like right now, like my tick, my, my style definitely changed as a result of continuously posting on TikTok and like consuming that content. And, um, yeah, it definitely over time, like, even if you just look back at my photos from like 2020 to like the very end of 2020, mm -hmm. uh, there's definitely, it was a, a big shift, but I'm not, I'm not really so sure if that's due to TikTok or just the pandemic in general, that definitely changed a lot of people um, in both good ways and bad. So I feel like, you know, we shaved the head, we changed the style up a little bit. Maybe, maybe I'd give credit to both. So for sure. Continuing on the influence of social media on fashion, how do you feel about the world of fashion on social media as a whole? Cause yeah. that's basically where we all consume our fashion content now this is true um i think overall we're in a pretty like in my opinion we're in a pretty good place there's definitely there's always going to be like the hyper trendy stuff that is unavoidable it's going to be pushed in your face whether you like it or not mm -hmm. so for people who have like a very niche style or, or archivists and stuff like that mm -hmm. who just take things like very like they just have a very refined taste they're not going to necessarily enjoy seeing the Carhartt double knee um, and like varsity jacket and trucker hat on their timeline, like 24 seven. And, and I don't really like that either. Um, but I do think we're in kind of an age where there's more than just that. I feel like there's a lot of styles, a lot of different styles that are kind of flourishing mm -hmm. and brands are starting to be, are starting to respond to COVID. I feel like in a way that is, kind of i don't know it's just i feel like it's a little bit more interesting now than prior i feel like people are having yeah. to retaliate and it's just it's been interesting to see most definitely. do you have any like trends or styles that you're personally flirting with that you're you know interested to, to try out like do you have i don't know you mentioned wanting to get statement pieces like is there a statement piece that you want to I hate to say like invest into, like I'm not, you know, Wolf of Wall Street stockbroker, but like, you know, is there something that you want to try out that you haven't already? That is a good question. We, we try, we try to keep them at least moderately interesting. <laughs> um, 
at the top of my head, there's nothing that like I've been going through. I go through these phases here and there where I'd be like, there's just nothing that I necessarily need or like feel super called to buy. And I feel like I'm going through one of those hiatuses right now. Um, I mean, I just had the things that I got yesterday, but in general, I feel like I'm not really finding myself looking for anything in particular. So it's kind mm -hmm. of a weird, a weird stall. Um, you ask me next week and I'll be like, oh yeah, this, 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 and that. <laughs> um, but no, I definitely feel like in general with like flirting with trends, um, I'm not necessarily someone who like seeks out um, following trends, but I do um, kind of without thinking about it, just wind up like partaking in some of them. Like, you know, mm -hmm. like the vintage varsity jacket, it's definitely, it's definitely turned into like a basic thing. Um, I'm definitely not making any like crazy statement by wearing it. Um, but it's something that I just felt like went with my, with like the direction I was going. It's something that is just, it's just cool for me. I just feel like it, like I see the, the vintage varsity jackets. I like, I like the chenille patches. I like the, um, the details, the way things, the way they fit typically. For um, sure. So I find myself kind of dabbling into trends without me necessarily wanting to. Gotcha. Yeah. So, excuse me, you're, making your way onto YouTube, you've announced that you're going to release videos. Um, how is that going? What kind of stuff are you, you going to create? What kind of stuff are you making? And what can we expect to see, I guess, from your channel as a whole in the future? Yeah. Um, so for starters, I have my YouTube. Um, I don't remember what the actual name is on it. I think it's just Mark Boudelier or something, um, but it's in my it's in my IG bio. It's in the talk bio. Uh, you can find it pretty accessibly. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's, um, I'm hoping to have the first video out around January 10th. My initial date in mind was January 8th, which is my birthday this Friday. Um, but after seeing, we have like a rough cut right now that we've been looking at, um, me and a few of my friends. And we just think that probably the 10th is gonna be when it happens, um, which is great. I didn't necessarily wanna give like a strict date to anybody because you know, we're just starting out. So we're definitely trying to polish everything. Mm -hmm. uh, as for the content, I feel like I'm kind of just doing what, whatever I want to do, whatever feels good in the, in the time. Um, my first video is more of just a sit down video. It's really just showing items that I have had in my wardrobe for a while or things that I just recently picked up. It's nothing, nothing extravagant. It's the basic pickup video that mm -hmm. every YouTuber just has to make every week and a half <laughs> the right it's the rite of passage it's true <laughs> but there's definitely other things that are going to be coming along with it just after that we filmed one this past sunday of just more of like a vlog style more of like a challenge style in general i'm not going to like talk too deeply on like the exact thing and ruin it but there's there's nothing that's like off the table in other words it's really just how i feel what i want to make at that time mm -hmm. we'll definitely make a vlog of my my trip this uh this week starting tomorrow whatever and yeah it's really just gonna be a more serious take on my not super serious but just a more serious fashion take and i hope to know the react. man behind the, the tiktoks exactly mm -hmm. precisely <laughs> there we go are you to to get to get ad revenue or to get full revenue from YouTube, if you don't reach ten minutes, are you just gonna stare into the camera for the? <laughs> That's actually a really good idea. Yeah. Actually, Round out yeah. every video. You might be onto something. Someone, <laughs> one of my friends who I uh, 
right now it's pretty much it's me um one of my best friends he's doing a lot of the editing for these videos because he's just mm -hmm. a, he's just a whiz with the whole adobe creative cloud he's just fantastic um one of my friends who he's a photographer he's been doing a lot of the behind the camera work which has been great and then just another friend who's just been kind of showing up for the ride and just being goofy um but it's kind of nice to have like what feels like a team i feel like that's not necessarily mm. what people expected when i was like i'm going to be making a youtube i think they just expected me sitting in front of the camera talking um but i'm hoping to kind of bring other dimensions into it and just a full a full production team going on uh but yeah i think one of my friends told me i think my camera my camera guy his name is cameron um told me that the 10 minute thing is no longer a thing i'm not sure if that's true or not he said uh yeah i want to say he said the 10 minute ad revenue thing is no longer no can't longer risk it gotta stare at the camera for <laughs> gotta the full stare time. The camera. exactly yeah but nevertheless the first video is like it's gonna be it's gonna exceed 10 minutes so gotcha well i'm super excited to see what's what's coming down the pipeline uh best mm -hmm. of luck on the youtube journey thank you thank you thank you so going to your social media you you have a decent following across tiktok as well as instagram who is the mark boudelier follower i actually i love that question i think it's it's just it's a weird thing to think about but it's Thank kind you. of a nice thing to think about you know um i honestly think that my following has kind of developed into really it, it's a very ideal follower in my opinion um i see my followers as people who are into fashion they're like either figuring themselves out in fashion like what they want to do they're finding their style they're experimenting they're curious and it's crazy that those types of people are the ones that are consuming my like practically meaningless content content. <laughs> um, but it's very cool to see that too. When I did my little rating outfit stuff here and there, just as like a little side thing. Um, that's when I really started to notice just how many people were trying new things, um, hmm. taking like inspiration from some of my like personal style, which is super weird, but super cool to see. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just really, it's weird to be like, oh, I have, I have followers, yada, yada, yada. But it, like, I've had, I've had people like see me in person and they'll just like be like, are you Mark Boudelier? And I'm like, oh God, this is, I'm like, ooh. I get a little nervous. I'm like, ooh, like. <laughs> no, no, that's not me. You got me confused with someone else. <laughs> it's, it's always, it always shocks me a little bit, but I've kind of grown to embrace it. Um, and yeah, you know much much love to the uh to the followers you know to the community well, that's pretty what? cool that you've had an irl yeah. spotting there's been about like four four now Jeez. Damn. and it's yeah every single time it's it's weird because it's like my following like in the grand scheme of things 30k on tiktok is not it's not really like super duper crazy you know there's people with millions there's people with five hundred thousand, but it's cool to see it kind of come together in real life. That's mm -hmm. yeah, that's awesome. John, this is why we have to start posting on TikTok more. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll make a TikTok by the end of the week. <laughs> okay, wait. If you don't, what happens? Um, Can I cut your hair when we finally meet? Sure. Okay. 
we're gonna hot glue. I'm giving you no, I'm giving him the grandpa cut. You're putting <laughs> your hot glue giving him the halo play hearts on my milk crate blazers. <laughs> my grail sneaker. <laughs> I wouldn't I, I'm not that mean. I'm not that terrible. Come on. <laughs> Create content. No, you can cut my hair if I don't make a TikTok by the end of the week. Okay. I'll hold you for that. You're getting a Dr. Phil cut. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> So you mentioned that you like picking up clothes. I guess who doesn't, right? You you enjoy shopping. You know a lot of different brands. You're kind of in the know. Where are your favorite places to find either new brands or new clothes in general? Um, you know, where where are you going to kind of be in the know? Is it, you know, just the Instagram Explore page? Are you, you know, reading things, publications? Let, let us in on listening that. to the pair of kings podcast yeah exactly you know, what's the we? fashion media diet mm-hmm. i honestly i think mine could be better i feel like i definitely don't read like in terms of like publications and like watching fashion shows and like all that stuff i could definitely like step my game up in that aspect mm-hmm. um a lot that's of that's all john and i do 24 hours a day we just watch fashion shows that's so, true like, i definitely need to do that more i feel like i like people are like, oh, this guy knows everything about fashion because he like makes fun of other styles. And then they start like seeing real quickly that I I don't know like what happened <laughs> in 1998 with uh, whatever brand. Like I I didn't watch the fashion show. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I feel like a lot of my knowledge just comes from, I guess, talking to people, going places, seeing new products, uh, just personal research in general. Um, a lot of times on Grailed, I'll just like find one item that I'm like, oh, that's super duper cool. You mm-hmm. click on like the profile of the person and you just start seeing like such like an eclectic like taste and like brands and styles and just things that you've never seen before. Um, so really it's like both like exploring like people's personal styles that I, I guess don't even really know for that matter. Um, but also just just curiosity. I mean, that's, that's kind of like what I said with thrifting, like that's how you find the best things, just being mm-hmm. curious and patient with it. Um, and I'd say that's the same thing with just finding new, like finding and discovering new brands. Mm-hmm. And then it's even cooler when you kind of start to see those brands develop and like become more mainstream, more known of, and you're just like, oh yeah, I was, I've been on that for a year and a half now. <laughs> there we go. Um, so on the on the topic of brands, we've mentioned Andy Mueller-Meester. Who are some of your favorite designers or creatives in the world of fashion? Oof, 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 oof. For a period of time, I was like really on like the Japanese designer wave. I was, I, I think that's when I was speaking on earlier how I was just bored of everything and I just needed like something different. I was just so like, I was just craving like seeing something different in the world of fashion. I was really like resorting to like that Japanese designer um, type fashion because there's just such like crazy innovation um, things that you like literally have never seen before. Um, I was really into uh, Mihari Asuhiro, which now is just the Melted Converse brand. Um, Mm -hmm. But I have like one jacket that just has the most massive zipper on it ever. Um, And everyone is so quick to tell me how terrible and ugly it is. And then they, two weeks later, they... They're at Dover Street Market picking up the uh, <laughs> <funds>. <laughs> um, So that's definitely one that I was appreciating. Um, I really enjoyed Doublet. Uh, that's a fun one. Um, I enjoy Reese Cooper is one of my favorites. I just think that that like resonates with my personal style. The quality is like insane. And it's just cool. It's cool to see 
to have kind of a relationship with the designer where you can like see like you can kind of see it through their lens because they're just very open with their with their brand and i think mm-hmm. that that's pretty cool i feel like telfar is doing a great job with that too um oh, for sure not necessarily a brand that i like wear or is like my style per se but um telfar is definitely on the rise um and i think i think people crave that in 2021 they want to have mm-hmm. a relationship with the designer as well as the clothes so mm-hmm. One of my favorite things about Telfar was Teflar, sorry, I forget how to pronounce his name. Telfar. Telfar um, was him opening up that thing that was like, hey, we're going to make sure everybody gets one of these, like whatever. It was just pre-orders. Yeah. <laughs> and I, definitely, I was about to do that and I was like, ah, I don't want to wait. But it's like, looking back, I definitely should have just done that. Oh, I just found it really funny. Like, I wonder know, if it, it'll it was, happen again. Like, I imagine there will be a second round of pre-orders. But it's like, I like that. I like that they're kind of like killing the exclusivity of it. That's pretty um, cool. I mean, yeah. you see Nike doing that. They're going to put dunks up on Nike ID this week, apparently. Mm-hmm. Hashtag yeah, dunks are over party. RIP to the dunk market. <laughs> um, that's actually, that was our key phrase to get into our Discord this week from our from our boys episode that released on, well, today is Tuesday, on Tuesday. Um, because like the dunk market's about to get squished because... John... Oh, we should better mention. better start selling off some of the pairs. <laughs> I've been into SBs since like I was in middle school. So yeah. and I, I can feel like the skater people's like pain. Like when I uh, when I was like playing basketball, that was kind of when like the basketball shoe thing was trending. Everyone was wearing Jordans, Kobe, yep. LeBron's. Um, which... That was like what got me into shoes. It was basketball shoes and skate shoes. Yeah. Back in seventh grade, I was like obsessed with the LeBron seven and sb dunks yeah kobe five that was the first that was like the first big like shoe purchase that i i guess i didn't make the purchase but that was my first like big shoe from a football yeah. before that we were just rocking with coals and stuff <laughs> so that's kind of what kind of what did it yeah john before we get too far away if people would like to join the discord a place that we have lovingly coined the happiest place in fashion what should they message at pair of kings pod on instagram Ooh, mark what do you think what should they message the pod to join the discord Oof. um well we just need a we just need a couple words or something like a little phrase any phrase any any tidbit perhaps about the fashion world perhaps not your call you know maybe maybe run with open jacket <laughs> open okay. jacket and you get to join what we like to call the happiest place in fashion we're very proud of the pair of kings discord I don't have a Discord yet. I need to. You need to get the TikTok. I guess I need to get the Discord. Yeah, yeah. Discord's fun because it's like just a group chat about fashion. Yeah. yeah. So maybe. it's been a maybe. really cool community. But, but hey, open jacket. DM the account. Mm-hmm. Get an invite to the cord. Yeah. So, Mark, what's what's next for you? What you know? Do you have any? large aspirations huge goals maybe you don't and that's absolutely fine but you know what are you up to um what are you what are you plotting on other than you know the youtube channel which i don't want to minimize it at all it's awesome and a really cool venture but what what are you what are you what are you doing what's in the pipeline exactly (laughs) um well youtube is definitely something that um it's something that's a little bit uh i've been wanting to do it for a while so it's a little overdue for me Mm -hmm. um like I said, I just graduated college, so it's like a whole new ballpark now. Congratulations, um, by the way. Thank you. Thank That's you. awesome. Literally, as soon as 
as soon as I took the last, uh, the last exam or whatever, I feel like I was instantly just like feeling like a weird, like sensation of like, I need to like have a job right now. Like I need to be making like money and doing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know the feel I graduated back in 2019. So I'm, I'm fresh yeah. out myself. Yeah. It's just like a lot of pressure all of a sudden. And it's not like bad pressure. It's just like, I need to be like doing something like mm-hmm. right now. Um, so that's why I've been like more adamant about starting this YouTube and like doing these personal ventures because in my head, if it's not now, it's never. Um, so I need to be pushing it as much as I possibly can now and just see what comes about it. Um, that's definitely not stopping my personal, um, like me trying to get a job. Um, Mm -hmm. I definitely want to work in fashion. My goal, um, for years now has been to eventually get myself to New York, um, and be working somehow in fashion. Um, so what would be your, your dream job? Say you could, you could point at any place and say, I want to work there and do this. What, what would that be? Where would that be? Yeah. And that's honestly a question that I feel like I feel like I should know an exact answer, but alas, <laughs> I, uh, I majored in marketing. So that's like my, I guess, field um, that I'd be looking into. I, I would probably, if I wind up in the corporate world, if I wind up like not doing my own thing, um, I likely would see myself doing like social media for a company, um, mm-hmm. like some sort of like probably like I would probably rather be like with a company that's a little bit more um personable like I was saying like there's Mm -hmm. companies out there like we're talking about Telfar like Noah like companies that are just very like they're just good you know they just Mm -hmm. they are very transparent they're very um ethical they're just they're just good companies and that's definitely would be where I'd want to be if I'm not doing stuff on my own if I'm doing Mm -hmm. stuff on my own I think it would be cool to um start doing more freelance stuff I mean start doing like my own brand that would be like a personal goal to get into um but that's definitely there's definitely room for growth before that happens for sure super super exciting and uh we wish you the best of luck on all those ventures thank you (laughs) so the next question was going to be what is your goal in the world of fashion but we have covered that during (laughs) this previous question so I'm going to commandeer the pod into our final question. The cornerstone of the pair of Kings podcast interview experience. This is the big one, Mark. I hope you've prepared. Um, We expect nothing from the best from our guests. So this is a question to exercise the brain and get a creative answer. And uh, hopefully it's just a great old time for everybody, but Mark Boudelier, if you had a year to eat a door, hinges and doorknob included, in any way, get cre- as creative as you'd like, do you think you could do it? And if so, how? Okay. <laughs> let's let's uh, digest this a little bit. Um, no pun intended. <laughs> that was fire. Uh, <laughs> am I able to use sauce? Anything. Anyway. You can You can, Anything. Use you can any, do a backflip and land on the door real hard. On the door. You can, you know, any foods can be added or the door can be added to food. Mm-hmm. And is there, I don't remember if you, if you mentioned, is there, is there a prize for this? Or is this Human accomplishment. A- oh. <laughs> you had to ask the cursed question. Yeah, you're off to a bad start. 
back when John were using the, back in John and I were using this and Dom shout out Dom Choi we're using this on Tinder as an opener the uh is there or like why am I doing this was an instant was an instant turn off instant unmatch come on it's it's for human accomplishment you ate a yeah. door well, yeah. Matt, we, we've come so far <laughs> um all right well I need a wood chipper that would be that would be step number one mm-hmm. great start finally, finally yeah. uh chop this uh this door we need some sort of metal cutter to do the same thing with the hinges obviously mm-hmm. um, this is this is intense honestly this is this is it's a, a lot question. to like, put in my body right now too you know like mm-hmm. got a year what i said yeah that's a good point you have a year so i could slowly but surely mix it into some mix it into a smoothie that would be mm. that's a classic answer the smoothie yeah. route is tried yeah. and true amongst pair of king's guests yeah that'd be a that'd be a smart one or just something that's like overly crunchy already so like you just almost don't even almost just don't even notice it yeah um, that'd be that'd be a move too i think i feel like i could make that happen you know over the course of 365 days and it's just one it's just one door basically. one door one 365th of it every single day in a smoothie in the morning or something or i think you got it i feel like it's it's very attainable i, like I, would, it. I would make Love it that up. love the confidence it's, it's thought through it's honest mm-hmm. beautiful answer I would still love a prize for it, but <laughs> but splinters, it's splinters in your intestine. That'll do it. <laughs> but uh, as as we typically say, do not try that at home. This is a hypothetical question. Yeah. Uh, but with that being said, Mark, you have made it through the pair of kings interview experience. Thank you so much uh, for for the great answers you provided to our hopefully great questions. Uh, But with that being said, we're not quite done with the podcast yet. We have the closing ceremonies, if you will, to start things right off. We have song of the week. For those of you who don't know, every week, twice a week, we recommend our songs of the week and we have our guests recommend their song of the week. You can find these recommendations in a playlist on Spotify called Pair of Kings. It is created and curated by our very own Saul Thompson. So search that up if you'd like to listen. Without further ado, Mark Boudelier, what is your song of the week? Oops, see, I was kind of, I was kind of thinking you guys were gonna go first, so I'd, you know, <laughs> have a have a second to kind of figure it. Out. I was kind of maybe piggyback off you. <laughs> uh, I definitely don't think that I'm like the biggest music connoisseur of all time. I tend to, I'm not sure if you guys are like this. I definitely tend to find myself listening to the same things over and over in the car until I find mm-hmm. something that hundred percent. Like yeah. No, yeah. we're right there with you. I've currently, these are both just two super basic uh, albums. Um, but I've currently been listening to um, Playboy Cardi's new album, which has grown on me significantly. I hated it at first. It was garbage. It was we hated it too. I haven't listened terrible. to it since original listen so perhaps give i need it, to it, take it a second chance in the car i'm not gonna... any any recommendations off of it um in general i like i honestly think that you just you just put that thing on shuffle and you just you just, just... can't listen too hard to it you know if you listen too hard <laughs> you're gonna <laughs> listen yeah. to it but don't listen to it <laughs> and then you're good not, not too much um and then i've been listening to jack harlow's new tape a lot um i really really like him i've actually i've met him once that was just in public it was a weird was he a fan um i was not uh (laughs) i was nobody (laughs) um but 
yeah, we had like a full conversation. He's just a really That's cool, cool dude. Um, I've been to his concert before too. Um, and yeah, it's one of those, again, again, with the relationship thing where you can have a relationship with um, the artists, like just from their transparency, it's mm-hmm. nice. It makes a big um, difference. Yeah. He's I, really funny as well. Yeah, he's, he's hilarious. Funny. The dude's really funny. So it, it's hard not to, not to like him. So I, I think I will choose a song from his album. Um, I, I really enjoy um, the intro track of all things. I believe it's called Rendezvous, which mm-hmm. it's pretty simple. It's pretty like, it's nothing crazy. It's literally the intro track, but it's, it's nice. It gets me, gets me in a good mood. I told you when I was feeling very um, pressured after um, every, like um, graduating and everything, that's kind of what like got me, got me, got me feeling good, you know, got me pumped. <laughs> If you like will. So. Excellent choice. Solly boy, follow it up. What do you got? Um, I have a song that is a, a fun remix. Um, I don't know why I was thinking about it. Actually, I do know why I was thinking about it. I've been listening to it, but Mark said rendezvous. And then I was like, oh, cool. Voulez-vous. So this is a remix of ABBA's Voulez-vous. I'm pretty sure this is it. Um, but it's called Charles J. And it's by a guy called Charles J. Ah, um, I I don't I, I don't think he has any other songs. Uh, no, he's one a hit few. wonder. He has a he has a remix of Riders on the Storm, which is pretty good actually. Um, oh, that's cool. But yeah, it's called Charles J, and it's a remix of Voulez-vous by ABBA. That's very fun. It sounds Sick. like you're one up in me with your eclectic taste, very. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> John, what about you? All right, I'm here to one up everybody. Um, <laughs> My pick for for song of the week this week is All Caps by Mad Villain, which is Mad Lib and the late great MF Doom. All Caps, when you spell the man's name, may he rest in peace. I've been listening to a lot of his music since his passing. Well, also before his passing, of course, I'm I'm a fan of his, but uh, definitely been taking the time to appreciate his discography over the last week, especially. Uh, So rest in peace. You did say All Caps, right? All caps. That's the song. Somebody, somebody already recommended it. Probably me a long time ago. Okay. But we'll repeat performance for the for the listener. But um, with that being said, Mark, before we get out of here, first of all, thank you so much. Um, we'll say thank you about thirty more times before we get out of here. <laughs> but we're gonna give you as much time as you'd like. Um, let the people know where they can find you. Give any shout outs you'd like to give. Uh, just let them, let them know what's going on. For sure. For sure. Um, well, thank you guys. This was honestly super duper fun. Like I said, my, my first podcast experience. Um, and I hope not my last because it was a grand old time that we had. Uh, <laughs> Truly. But yeah, let's get right into it. Um, if you guys want to check me out on Instagram. Um, the username is my first name, Mark, M-A-R-K underscore my last name that nobody can pronounce, including salt. <laughs> uh, B-O-U-T-I-L-I-E-R. Um, it's the same thing for TikTok. Um, I'm pretty sure you can just type that in for YouTube as well, maybe without the underscore. Um, but nevertheless, that links in my both bios. So you'll have no issue finding that. Um, stay tuned for January 10th. Um, I believe is when the first video is going to come out. I'm really excited for that. I hope everyone enjoys it and gets a chance to listen in on it. Um, 
And without further ado, I definitely will give a shout out to um, everyone in my little production circle that I was talking about. Um, so shout out Cameron. Um, his at is going to be Camflix, C-A-M-F-L-I-C-T. Um, my editor and or best friend, Bailey. Um, I cannot even remember his username at the top of my head. Um, I think it's Rec Ralph. So W-R-E-C-K-E-D-R-A-L-P-H. We're going to hope it's that because if not, you're going to be finding a rando. Um, <laughs> some dude's going to get like 25 followers out of the blue <laughs> what did I do for this if that's the case I wish him well you're welcome uh, <laughs> uh, shout out my friend Cal I, he changes his username too much so he's just going to have to deal with no followers coming from this and yeah and shout out my my lovely girlfriend for letting me do this at her apartment um, yeah <laughs> That's pretty much, it's pretty much it. Um, Excellent. Well, with that being said, Mark, thank you again for taking the time to join us. We're glad that you enjoyed your first podcast experience. We hope it's not the last one. And uh, Solly Boy. blocking us on all forms of social media as we speak. Yeah. That's <laughs> valid. That's very valid. Saul, would you like to take us out? Absolutely. So thank you to, first of all, Mark for joining us this week. Um, but thank you to everybody uh, for tuning in, whether you are new and this is your first episode. Welcome. Please welcome. go back and listen to old ones, but go back to like season three. If, you, yeah. if you're listening to anything else, then anything the that sounds like it's been recorded on a gaming headset, maybe it's not, it's not it's recorded on a gaming from. headset, but maybe it's recorded on a gaming headset. So just move on forward. Yeah. Better episodes. I promise. Um, <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Um, we hope to to have you again uh, sometime with us in this podcast studio. Um, I am Saul Thompson on Instagram at Saul Thompson. Joined this week by not only my wonderful co-host. I'm John Hogaboom on Instagram at John Hogaboom. But a lovely guest, Mark Boudelier, uh, TikTok sensation, all around nice guy and king of the dead-eyed stare to the camera. Um, <laughs> Mark, where where can where can the people find you? Shout it out one more time before we before we get going. One more time, shameless promotion. Mark underscore Boudelier, M-A-R-K underscore B-O-U-T-I-L-I-E-R. Excellent. It'll also be in the title of the episode. So mm-hmm. if you are listening right now, look at your phone. You, you really can't miss it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but thank you again for joining us, Mark. Thank you for joining us all of the listeners. Um, this has been the pair of Kings podcast. You can find us on Instagram at pair of Kings pod on Twitter at pair of Kings pod on TikTok at pair of Kings pod. You can email us pair of Kings pod at gmail.com. Please reach out, interact with us, talk with us. We love hearing from you. Come join the discord, the happiest place in fashion. We would love to have you. You'll probably have about eight people tell you welcome and then instantly start chatting with you upon, upon joining, but whatever it may be, I hope you have a fantastic day. This has been, the pair of kings podcast we're bringing you business as usual tom Fleury as planned twice a week every week for the foreseeable future have a great thursday everybody have a great thursday everybody have a great thursday everybody <laughs>